0: .com
1: Join the revolution. Go see- countdown to audio torture
2: the rated r safety show starts in three two one ah
1: let the eardrum pain begin forget the corporate
0: bullshit this is the rated r safety show with your host
1: dr uh it doesn't matter who the host is
0: Oh, 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 oh. It really does not matter who the host is. You are listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Of course, today's Thursday, May the 7th of 2020, just in case you forgot. By the way, it's a friend of mine's birthday. By the way, happy birthday if you're out there. Good old Justin Travis. Anyways, it is currently day 128th of the year. Only 238 more days to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting last 23 hours. I have to tell you some interesting stuff occurring things that I love to talk about because, you know, that's why you're here on the rated R safety show. And that's the fun part. We do talk about all things safety related, not related and things in between. And today is going to be no different because, you know, I've always used that one thing that I told you about a long time ago. If you do take a listen to the different shows and different things that we have going on. The controversy does create cash. And I do say that. And I always love a little bit of controversy if you can stir it up from time to time. And you know, it's worth its while as you do so. Because it's interesting on how controversy does work. So take it for what it's worth. But anyways, before we get into that, we will talk about why the episode's called The Court of of Public Opinion. Because, you know, we have to do that. Duh. Those are the things that do occur here. But anyways, when we get started, we like to get started with something called Feature Story News. No different any other day today. So let's get that rolling and bowling, and we'll get you moving right now.
1: Bringing you information you never you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. So
2: feature Story News in London. I'm Ollie Barrett. At least 13 people have died and hundreds more have been taken ill after a gas leak at a factory in South India. Rebecca Bundon reports. The chemical gas leak at an LG polymers plant outside the city of Vishakhapatnam in the south Indian state of Andhra Pradesh took place in the early hours of the morning. Hundreds of people were rushed to hospital, many with breathing difficulties, and many more were evacuated from nearby areas. It's reported that the plant reopened just a few days ago after India relaxed its nationwide lockdown to contain the spread of the coronavirus. The South Korean company which owns the factory, LG Chemical, says the leak has been brought under control. Rebecca Bund in Mumbai. The Bank of England's forecasting the deepest recession on record for the UK because of the coronavirus pandemic. The economy is on track for a 14% decline if the lockdown is relaxed by June, according to Bank of England estimates. Stuart Smith reports from London. The UK's central bank began quantitative easing in March, adding £645 billion, or $800 billion, into the economy but at the latest meeting, most members decided against injecting any further funds. The UK is expected to start slowly relaxing lockdown restrictions next week, but the analysis assumes people will remain cautious about shopping and socialising for at least another year, and that job losses and reduced pay will stifle spending. The current expectation is the economy won't be back to its pre-pandemic peak until mid-2021. Stuart Smith, London. The world's largest beer maker, AB InBev, has swung to a net loss in the first quarter and says quarter two will be much worse. Tony Waterman reports from Brussels. The buzz is definitely gone for AB InBev. The maker of brands such as Budweiser, Lefe and Corona posted a net loss of $2.2 billion for the first quarter, and things are set to get much worse in Q2. The Brewer said shipments in April alone plunged 32 percent as restaurants and bars across the western world were forced to close due to the COVID-19 pandemic. AB InBev joins rivals Heineken and Carlsberg in posting dismal earnings. Tony Waterman, Brussels. Nearly 200 people have been killed by floods and landslides in western Kenya. 100,000 more have been displaced by the heavy rains that started in mid-April, according to the Kenya Meteorological Department. Isabel Nakiria reports from Kampala. The heavy rains have submerged homes, swept away crops in Budalangi, western Kenya. Residents are using boats and motorcycles to transport their belongings to safety. The Kenyan government says the floods are
0: complicating efforts to protect against the spread of the coronavirus. The Energy Ministry warns water levels at the major two dams were unprecedentedly high, and people living downstream have been advised to relocate.
2: From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN.
1: This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. I guess I'm trying to be entertaining
0: today. Anyway, so that's what's going on in the news. Definitely not what I expected from, you know, the beer organizations. Not that I'm saying that so many people are going to be getting drunk inside of quarter one inside of their households. But also at the same time, too, you did expect some different things to be taking place as we do talk from time to time here. Anyways, you have the opportunity of taking a listen to us today on safetyfm.com. You can also watch us on our streamer at safetyfm.tv, and of course, the lovely podcast that will drop later on in the afternoon. Normally, right—you know—it's a pretty quick turnaround for the most part, and when we do release them. So, anyways, as we go through the different things and aspects of the out the world today, it's been a pretty interesting twenty-three hours and change some interesting stuff going on, because, you know, that's what we talk about, the different things. So, I have to tell you, there's been so many people that have been sending me this little YouTube video that has come about. Now, I'm going to tell you about it, and by no means am I endorsing it. Now, here's the weird thing, though. As I talk about things, and this is sometimes what people forget, even though I just talk about it, it comes across where you could be potentially endorsing something, even though you might disagree entirely with what the people have to say. So, I want to tread lightly as I discuss this. So, a lot of people have been sending me this little video clip, and I shouldn't say video. It's it's kind of like a part one of a documentary. And I think it has a lot to do with the editorial thing that I read yesterday. And it's called Plan-demic. And it's a YouTube video that you can find online. And It goes into this deep dive of some different aspects about what is going on. It's about a 30-minute video or so about, you know, some different aspects on what you have to keep in mind, how this was a planned scenario of what's going on inside of the world. Now, I tell people all the time, when you start talking about things like this, you have to be extremely careful, number one. And number two, you have to take it with a grain of salt. Because here's what happens, and I'm only mentioning this not because I think that we should over-sensationalize what's going on, but I think that we should talk about it because it's information that's out there right now as we speak. So as we do it, here's what's taking place. So that video is coming about. There's about 30-minute clip, 29 minutes and change. A lot of people are actually circulating it, saying, like, this is the stuff that's really going on. Now, I'm not going to say one way or the other if that's exactly correct because I don't know. But a lot of people are taking this as the truth and running with it. It's a pretty interesting clip. Now, they now the interesting part, though, is when you take a listen to it, and it has a lot of information, and it kind of does a good blend of stuff that you can find direct information for and some stuff that you can't find direct information for. And, I mean, I, I was able to do some minimal research, not the typical research that I like to do on most things. But when you go to the website that they're promoting to go to, The moment that you get there, it's saying that it's called Plandemic the movie or Plandemic movie. So if you're trying to give me something that's called documentation or it's a documentary, wouldn't you reference that as a documentary opposed to a movie? Because a movie automatically does not default into my head as something that could be real. That's the first thing. So think about that for a moment. The other portion is I saw a lot of people besides sending me this information of people posting it online yesterday. So that was the other fun part. But it was like they were doing this whole thing of, oh my, we were posting this, but I want to be careful because I don't want my LinkedIn page to be taken down, my Facebook page to be taken down. I don't know if they are going to come after me. Who the hell is they? And why are they taking your stuff down? Who is they? So I don't know. Maybe you can tell me who they are. Maybe we can discuss that together. Maybe you can hit me up in the chat there and say, okay, this is who they are. So this is why you know who they can be. Because they, 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 they doesn't do a lot for me. And I don't know why I'm giving this so much time today. But I also want to make the reference piece, too, that when I'm on this particular platform having this discussion, it almost can come across as an endorsement. And that's not the case. But in the court of public opinion, it can come across that way. So I wanted to make reference to that because a lot of people get very, very, very strange and very worried about some of the information that you can find. So I wanted to bring that up right away. But also, I don't want to get away from the hit list. So maybe we should talk about the hit list because we all know that that's important.
1: We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show.
0: So payroll processing company ADP reports that privately pay, private payroll shrunk by 22, by like read, $20.2 million in the month of April, by far the most drastic single month drop ever. The previous worst single month decline was $834,665 and that was in February of 2009 amid the great recession. So kind of think about that. That's that's 20 times more or so if you look at it. And what we're talking about in the difference that they've seen and that's one. That's not counting the paycoms of the world or any other, you know, payment provider. So what do you think there? How are you looking at that particular one? I mean, I know that we keep on having the conversation on how this is going to look on the recession side, on how this is going to look when things kind of start coming up and about. So just look at it that way. But what are you thinking? Are you aware or are you planning on how this is going to have a much larger economic impact later down the road? Duh. And it's just something that I want to bring up because I think that sometimes we have the conversation, but it's very limited on what actually takes place. Anyways, let's continue airline trade group, airlines for America reports that the industry is burning through about 10 billion with a B every month. That's billion dollars. Just in case airlines average about 17 passengers a flight, roughly about 3000 planes are grounded and about half of the nation's airplanes. So think about that. The average airplane has about 17 people in it. Now, I want to say that when I was flying quite a bit before, it was normally like 100 and change on most flights, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong, so don't hold me 100% to it. But 17 passengers a flight. You know, I, I, I don't even know what to say. I look at it and I go, what's going to happen next? I mean, that is a big difference than what we were talking about earlier. And I remember there was a trip that I was on the verge of going on, and this was before everything started shutting down and they started doing a, you know some different pullbacks. I was literally on the way to the airport, and I mean, I'm not exaggerating here. I'm on the way to the airport and I receive a text message, and the client that I'm going to go see texts me and says, hey, can you give me a call? preferably before you get on the plane. I was kind of freaked out, of course. And then it was the surprise of, hey, we've we've decided that we would prefer you not to come down. And I was almost at the airport. And I just wonder how many other people ran into a similar scenario where people were saying, don't come. Don't come to the airport. Don't come to the location. Now, my question has always been, what would have happened if I would have made it all the way there? And then found out that they were wanting to cancel. I don't know. I I just look at it and go, there's so many different things that are going on right now in that particular regard. Anyways, let's continue. South Korea's National Intelligence Service briefed the parliament on Wednesday, now believing more definitely that Kim Jong Jr.'s disappearance was to avoid the coronavirus. Further, the intel does not believe Jr. received any procedure or surgery at all. So that's interesting. So many different stories that take place because, remember, they are also saying that there is no such thing as the coronavirus there inside of their little lovely area. So which is it? Why would you be avoiding something that doesn't exist? Something to think about there. Also, let's continue, continue, continue. Ride share Service Lyft saw shares rise 15% on Wednesdays despite drastically decreased demand in recent weeks. The service reported an increase in riders in 2019. The first quarter revenue's growth was 23%. That's about to the sum of nine hundred fifty five point seven million dollars. Also up was dating service match group jumping eight percent. Yeah, that's probably like match.com, which says it's all increase in use of users across demographics and geography. Now, I have to tell you, I don't know how people are doing it. I don't know. I was not involved ever with the online dating world. Just wasn't my thing. I, always, I remember when I was growing up and people started talking about it, I always thought it was so strange. It was like, wow, you found somebody online? How does that work? But, I, you know, that's a thing now. And I don't want to sound like I'm aging myself here. Duh. Duh. But it's one of those things that you have to think about. It's like, so now I wonder how this is working under, under this, under lockdown, under this whole aspect, because you have to look at it and go, what are people doing to keep up? with their love life or whatever the hell. I, I'm not a Tinder user. I mean, I'm kind of aware of what it is, but not a not a, not a, user of it. And nothing against if you're using it. But how does that work? Because, you know, most people said that that was to to do the dirty, so I'm not sure how that works. Anyway, let's just continue. Now that Peloton Christmas gift doesn't seem so silly. The company says sales jumped 66% this quarter despite the hefty $2,000 price tag as Americans got stir-crazy and held up indoors, so two thousand dollars for this bike. Now I remember a news story that we did discuss that where they were doing their live sessions from, where you could actually stream the online version of the whole. What was it? How how did they word it? I want to make sure I word this correctly. How you could actually stream their sessions of doing the live workouts that somebody was infected. So they took it a ran with it and said, OK, cool, we're going to stop. We're going to actually go ahead and cancel the classes now for the time being until we're able to, you know, make sure that everybody's OK. So I don't know how that worked, how long that was down, but something to think about. Anyways, let's continue. Three days after a pair of former American Special Force soldiers were captured working with a team of mercenaries accused of trying to overthrow Nicolas Maduro in Venezuela. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says the department will use every tool to get them back. Pompeo was a bit coy, adding that the State Department's first had to confirm the identities of the captured soldiers, but made it clear that the operation was not connected to the U.S. government. So that's something pretty interesting. Hopefully they're able to get them back. No problem there. Duh. Anyways, let's continue. A spooky red sandstorm in Nigeria engulfed the capital with red haze on Monday. Well, let's see. Some chalk it up to punishment from God. Meteorologists blame it on the dry weather this time of the year with big wind blowing across the Atlantic Ocean. So something to think about there.
2: More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R.
1: Safety show.
0: A study of 1,000 New York coronavirus patients shows that 66% of them said they were t- making efforts to stay home. Daily Mail reports that 73% of new hospitalizations were people aged 51 and over, in 96 had. Underlying health conditions, another 18% originated at nursing homes. Another 90% of New York City hospitalizations said they hadn't taken any public transportation either. So a lot of stuff going on there. We kept on talking about there was going to be some different aspects that we would see as more information became available. Now, I will tell you I am sick and tired of hearing of all these people that are coming out of the closet now that are saying that they are COVID-19 experts because I really don't know of a lot of them. But I think it's interesting on how they're coming about and saying that they are, because if you're an expert, why don't you tell us some shit ahead of time, man? Shouldn't you have been able to tell us some other stuff as we were moving forward or as we're going through stuff right now? There's even some companies that are actually putting on classes with their COVID-19 experts, which I think is a very brave thing to do. As we talk about this. Anyways, trucks outsold passenger cars in April for the first time ever. Nationwide, 17,000 more trucks were purchased than cars, is according to CNET reports. Last year, Ford discontinued its car sales in North America. What? Hold on. Last year, Ford discontinued its car sales in North America, saved the Mustang and the new Focus Active, scraping the Taurus Focus Fiesta Fusion, helping to contribute to the decline. I don't think I knew this. Did you know that? They discontinued the Taurus Focus Fiesta Infusion? Wow. I, I wasn't aware. Wow. I really think I need to catch up on the news. I thought I read a lot of freaking news already. Anyways, meanwhile, dealers report that 800,000 fewer vehicle sales than forecast year to date. The Washington Post reports that manufacturers' bailout could be part of whatever the next bailout package looks like. I mean, it's all over the place. Everything is going on in this particular fashion. The other portion that I l- take a look at is I know that things are going well with Tesla, and the Cybertruck was scheduled to come out. I believe it's this year, and I'm sure someone can tell me. But I look at it and go, okay, so with the Cybertruck aspect, how is that going to go? I mean, I know a lot of people had reserved them, but is that going to be something that people are going to be able to do going forward? In that particular situation, I don't know. Something to think about as we continue, continue, continue there. It is what it is. Anyways, a New York Times survey shows that 45% of men say that they spend more time homeschooling their children. Only 3% of women agree. And while 70% of women say keeping up with the house is mostly their responsibility during lockdown, about 20% of men agree. For 20% of men who say that they're mostly responsible for housework, only 2% of women agree. Well boy, 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 boy. Isn't that some shit? You have to look at it that way. Really do. I don't know. I mean I don't I would hate for someone to question my wife on, you know, what percentage I am. I'm sure that would go over well for me. She does everything here. Hundred percent across the board inside of our household. I'll say it that way, it'll make it a lot easier. She take care she takes care of everything. Children. The cleaning. She is the overall superwoman. So we'll put it that way. It's a lot easier. Duh. Duh. Hopefully that gets me some kind of brownie points and I don't get in too much trouble.
2: You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM.
1: Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show.
0: So I have to bring it up because I don't want to be that person that kind of hides out and not talks about certain things because that's what I do. I don't hide. I always go ahead and if something comes about, we have to talk about it because it's not fair if I don't do some. If I call out things from other people, I have to call out things that occur inside of our little circuit. So sometimes we have to have an understanding that platforms are different for everyone. Not every platform is your personal platform, and not every platform is something for you to to do and say stuff that might be, well, quote unquote, not politically correct. And believe me, I have never been a person for censorship. I have never been one of those people that sits back and says, this is okay to say, that's not okay to say, and that's the way that we should do it. But at any time that you actually put yourself or others at risk. That's times that I might have to jump in and have some conversations, and that's what happens. So, over the last 24 hours, some things have been posted. Some things have been said on some of the different shows, some of the different hosts, some of the different things. Now, I have to tell you, I still love all of the hosts that are on Safety FM. There's some hosts that are not even on Safety FM, but that I love, let's just be real. But some things have been brought up some things have been mentioned that do not go with the point of view of safety FM and do not go with the point of view of potentially other hosts inside of our little platform in our world. And some people are going to turn around and go, you're trying to control the narrative of what is being said and what is being done by no means whatsoever. But When you say something that could potentially be harmful for others, it has to be brought up. It has to be mentioned. So I want to bring up right away that not all posts on social media and not all shows that are on Safety FM do we agree with 100% across the board. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. I don't agree with everything that every host says on the other shows. Now, if you want to sit back for a moment and think about this, as we have taken this path with Safety FM, we've talked about that I am a firm believer in Hop. Duh. So as I say that, you have to come to the conclusion right away that we have people on the station that speak about behavior-based safety. We have people that are on the station that talk about lean. So you have to know automatically that I don't agree with everything that's there. I have a virginality of what I believe safety should consist of. The other hosts have a virginality of what safety is to them, and that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. But sometimes what you have to look at is some of the things that you're able to say on this platform have effect on other people. And you can sit back and some people can go, okay, well, I might have said something on a social media platform that has nothing to do with your platform. Well, the problem that you run into is that there's always some name affiliation with how it goes. And I always take a look at it and I go, you have to be careful because now you have more responsibilities out in the general public, just the way that it happens. So sometimes the things that you can say or post on a social media platform or say behind a microphone can impact other people. And by no means am I going to sit here and go. I'm so sorry for the things that I have said on the air or the things that I post. But you have to think about it. I have a belief of some of the things that I have been saying as of recent and disagree with some of the organizations that are doing certain aspects out there. And that's okay. That's my opinion. I'm entitled to my opinion. And other people have beliefs of certain things that they don't agree with, like we talked about at the beginning of the show, the pandemic documentary or whatever the hell there's being called. And people are able to share that, and that's their choice. But there's also an affiliation that comes with certain things. So at any point that any of our hosts, any of our guests would do something that would actually potentially cause potential harm, we might actually have to bring that up. And that is why the court of public opinion is always something to talk about. So I want you to think about this as we speak today. Not everything that you see online or everything that our hosts say is something that we agree with 100% across the board at Safety FM. And I'll tell you, there's hosts that are on the same shows that don't agree with something that some people say. Some hosts don't agree with other shows say. And that's how it goes. They don't even sometimes even agree with some of the guests. And I'm going to tell you this big secret. Not everybody agrees with what I have to say. Duh. Duh. And that's perfectly fine. It doesn't bother me, but I want there to be a court or not a court. I want there to be an understanding that people have their own point of views and some people will go, well, Jay, that is a version of censorship and that's what's going on. No, you have to understand the impact that it can have on others. You have to understand the impact of the things that will happen from one to another, depending on what you're saying. So, if I go tell you to go out there and go eat some rats, and that is my strongest recommendation to you, and I say, hey, based on what I know, I know that I'm right, and I give you some fictitious information or things that I think that are true and tell you to do so, aren't you going to question that or are you just going to do it? Well, some people will blindly do it, and some people might not, but that's what happens. And what I always think about is I remember when I was younger, there was this very popular song by Nine Inch Nails. And it's kind of funny because I don't know why it comes up every once in a while in my head. That was called Capital G. And it said, don't try to tell me that some power can corrupt a person. You haven't had enough to know what it's like. You're angry because you wish that you were in my position. Now nod your head because you know that I'm right. All right. Now, I think it's funny that those lyrics always come to my mind when I start talking about certain things, because I remember thinking that when I might have been the person on the other end that was having some of that information told to me of, oh, you have to think about all these other things and blah, 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 blah. And I didn't want to see it that way. But I don't think that at that time I was doing stuff that would have impact health wise to others. So I'm not going to tell you, go eat, a go eat a rat. I'm not going to go tell you to do X, Y, and Z, but what I always have said is vet the information that you hear. Double check, do your research from credible sources. That is the best thing that you can do as the end user. I want to tell you all the stories that I tell you, I vet them, but I have vetted them from the sources that I look at. That does not mean that those are the correct sources for you. That does not mean that that will apply to the way that you see the world. Because let's just be realistic. We have confirmation bias. We're going to go look for things that confirm exactly what we're looking for. And that's what happens. So that's why I always say, go do your own research. I can give you the general information about what's going on, but you need to take the deeper dive. I have this information, and this is why when something comes back that's not correct, I always want to cover it with you. That way you know exactly of, okay, this wasn't correct, we'd made a mistake, and let's move forward. And I think that's the way that it needs to be done. And that's something that I wanted to bring up today, because when you're in the court of public opinion, good, bad, or indifferent, you are still doing a service for people that are out there, the listener the different host the different shows so make sure that you when you are doing this you understand that not all of us agree across the board and that's perfectly fine because people are entitled to their own opinions but you know that and i know that too listen
1: to our host of the rated r safety show self implode on our airwaves only on safety fm so let's talk some more. No winner for Tuesday's
0: night. Make a million drawing. Friday's drawing will be for $231 million jackpot or $184.9 million cash payout. Isn't that great? If you have the chance and you like it, if you like that kind of stuff, maybe you should play. I don't know. I don't know what you should be spending your money on. I shouldn't be telling you what to spend your money on. It's your money. Do what you want with it, man. Do what you want with it for sure. It's not my money. Okay, let's continue, 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 continue. So let's see, let's see. Let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today. National Packaging Design Day. National Paste Up Day. National Barrier Awareness Day. National Roasted Leg of Lamb Day. National Day of Prayer. National Day of Reason. And World Password Day. Does that mean that the world should use the word password as their password? I don't know. I don't know. I just ask. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I'm not going to let you go just yet. Just yet, 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 yet. I want you to know that I appreciate everything that you guys do. Day in, day out, basis. You come in, you take a listen to the different shows that we have on Safety FM. Without you guys, we can't do what we do here. So it is always much appreciated. The other thing. If there's anything that we can do to assist during these weird times, strange times, if you need somebody to chat to, talk to, or anything along those lines, don't hesitate to contact us. You can always come to our chat box. We are there to interact with you as, you know, fellow citizens in our safety community. Also, I want to bring this up, which I forgot to bring up yesterday, and I want to make sure that this is an ongoing conversation. If you are having signs of depression, depression, if you are having signs where you're thinking of things that are not appropriate that you're thinking you know, about self-harm or you're de- you're depressed or suicidal thoughts, I want you to be able to reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're available at 1-800-273-8255. That's one oh, 800 I can't even speak. 1-800-273-8255 or 1-800-273-TALK reach out to them they're available 24 7 you can also go to their website suicidepreventionlifeline.org that's suicidepreventionlifeline.org they have a chat box available where they can speak to you right there or you can call the phone number want you to think about that just in case anything does come up because i think it's important i think it's one of those things that that's part of the conversation that we need to start having and this is going to be one of those numbers that we need to have readily accessible the other portion that i want to talk about real quick too is mental health is something that's very important. I think that we're not having a lot of conversations about it with on the way that people are being locked up, being you know they're losing their jobs and so on. But it's still conversations that we need to have it on a day in and day out basis. So please don't be hesitant about contacting the suicide the national the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline or contacting us here at Safety FM. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. And that is the listener. Duh. Yeah, duh, the listener. Anyways, you know who I am. I know who you are. Love you, mean it. Bye.
1: Duh.